positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia, are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where we share with you each week some of the amazing positive business stories happening in the great state of West Virginia. This week, we're going to learn about the success story of Lisa Allen, president and CEO of Ziegenfelder Company. Lisa, are you ready to get down to business? I'm ready, Jim. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Lisa, so much for being on the show today. We really appreciate that. Lisa Allen is president and CEO of Ziegenfelder Company in Wheeling, West Virginia. She has made a career of making people smile and helping them find their happy place. Her company manufactures and sells budget saver twin pops and other frozen treats worldwide. What's not to like about that, right? Highly motivated as well as an inspiring leader, Lisa is responsible for the strategic leadership and growth of the privately owned company and the competitive food industry controlled by global corporate competition. Lisa, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Wow. (laughs) Um, A look behind the curtain into my personal life. Well, first of all, thank you, Jim, for asking me to participate in Positively West Virginia. Um, The fact that there's simply a... um, an avenue and a podcast to talk about the positive things in West Virginia is really exciting to me. We love what we do in our company. Uh, What we do is very positive and very exciting. And to know that that can have ripple effects across the state of West Virginia, touching people's lives is really exciting. So thank you for um, asking me to participate today. Um, Interestingly, you you said um, that this is about uh, me and I would actually rather take the, uh, the focus away from me personally and really into what we do inside our company, and I'll be happy to share that with you. Um, <clears throat> quite simply, what we do is, is we manufacture frozen Twin Pops, frozen Monster Pops, popsicle-style products. We've been doing it at our company for over 100 years, um, and in the late 80s really converted our business away from what was an ice cream manufacturing business into a business that that solely made a single single style product which is a popsicle style product on a stick the reason we did that was mostly because the dairy industry um, has always and still is today has always been very competitive Uh, large companies uh, really control the market. And it was very difficult for our company as well as other small companies to be able to survive. Um, our business is a family, closely held family-owned business. Um, and I'm very proud to say that my grandfather and my father worked very, very hard in the company to make it successful. I used to say when I started working for Ziegenfelders that my father really pulled the slingshot back and then it was our job to execute. And I'm really, really proud to say that um, that we've executed pretty well over the past 15, 18 years that I've been with the company. Um, So what we've done basically is recognize that we have a product that meets the needs of every 
human being in a lot of different ways. Um, most importantly, when you go to the grocery store, products at the grocery store, you can feel this with inflation and the change in the economy, products at the grocery store can be pretty expensive. And when we developed our product, we developed it with three really key things in mind. Number one, to make the absolute best tasting popsicle style product um, that can be made, source great flavors and with a unique sugar blend. <clears throat> Number two, to provide a product um, that, the, that the consumer could see when they buy it, rather than looking at a pretty picture on a box, you see the product itself. And number three, and most importantly, we produced a product that is affordable to just about anybody. Our goal and our truly our competitive advantage now is to be able to, to source supply, manufacture, put on a truck, sell, get on the shelf, a product that sells for nationwide and some retailers under $2 a selling unit. And that's not easy to do, but the reason why we did it is we recognize that treats are expensive. Ice cream is expensive. Um, other sweet treats are expensive. And there's millions and millions of, of Americans who can't afford those things. So we knew that if we built a product that, that everybody could afford, then we would capture everybody from those that that watch their budget tightly to those that don't. So, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, Hence the name but Budget Saver, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, and, and, you know, the name doesn't meet the product really at any, any space. Um, and so, therefore, it's, it, um, we rely on the, on the visual impressions that our product leaves. So... We can be traveling our, our sales team and our, our organization. We travel all over the country for a multitude of reasons. And people always say, what do you do? Our answer is we sell. Well, our answer really is we make people smile with really cool treats. <laughs> uh, but we say that we're, we produce um, budget saver twin pops. And most people say, well, what is that? Some of us have the picture on our cell phone. We have our business cards. And when we show people what we do, Oftentimes, their comment is, oh, my gosh, that's in my freezer at home. They just don't know the name. <laughs> so it's a visual impression that, that really leaves people um, um, knowing what, they're, what, what, are, what we do in our, at our company. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's awesome. Thank you for the, the history of that as well, Lisa. I appreciate that. What's, what's the one thing you're most excited about for your company right now? Hmm. Well, that's a great question. I appreciate you asking me that because what I'm excited about Maybe a little bit different than what what maybe some other business leaders might be excited about in their business. What I'm most excited about at our company is that um, in the 18 years that I've been with the company, we've gone from 65 um, employees to over 300. And I'm most excited. We call our our team a tribe. We don't call ourselves a a team. We're we're a tribe because to us, a tribe is a group of individuals, families, community that comes together with a common culture, with a common purpose. And so I'm most excited about our tribe. We have awesome, amazing people inside of our tribe who came to us from all walks of life, highly educated to the homeless, um, um, folks that have been with um, international multi-billion dollar companies and people who have never worked before people who have um, 
uh, no background to um, second chance um, reentry citizens and, and people who have checkered past. So our tribe is made up of a tapestry of diversity is how we like to refer to it. And I'm proud of our tribe and I, I love our tribe because we commit to each other, we work hard, we focus on what's important, we focus on taking care of each other, and we grow as leaders every single day. And what that does is that takes care, in our opinion, that takes care of everything else. It gets our financials right, our sales grow, um, absolutely. We've, we've had, I mean, our sales, I can talk about that in a minute, uh, and the growth of our company. And people with that are quality individuals who who believe what we believe, who believe in doing the right thing and, and believe that they can contribute to success, that's the type of people we then attract. So that's what I'm most excited about is our tribe and our culture. That's awesome. Wow. You you have a passion for people. That's that's clearly evident. I think that's very cool. Lisa. I do. <laughs> what uh, I got to ask you, just, uh, you know, th- thinking about this, um, you know, with – with regard to a budget saver, you know, how many, like in other words, in America, where can people find your products? I mean, I, I go to every Walmart I go to, I see budget saver products in there. I go to Kroger, I see budget saver, uh, you know, frozen treats. Where, where can people find mm-hmm. your products? Um, well, um, just about anywhere in America these days. But let me give you a little bit of history around that. So when we started making our products, um, we just sold them locally initially um, at at retailers in the local West Virginia area, Wheeling, the Ohio Valley. And our first customer, and we're very loyal to our customers, our first customer was really the Giant Eagle um, grocery stores in the Pittsburgh area, Shop and Save, those, those kinds of stores. As our business grew, um, we, we entered other retailers. So in 1992, which is, you can do the math however many years ago, 20-some years ago, um, we started doing business with Walmart when Walmart had just 16 super centers in Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Texas. And I, I credit my father with this. He really recognized that our product was um, aligned and our company was aligned with the way with Walmart's philosophy of taking care of the consumer. Um, low cost. Um, it's ours internally to manage our business well enough so that we don't have to raise our prices unless there's market conditions that create that. Um, so, so very early on, Walmart was a was a customer of ours when they just had 16 super centers. Well, everybody knows um, the rapid growth over 20 years of Walmart. They now have um, 4,500 stores across the country, and we are incredibly blessed and incredibly appreciative and incredibly thankful to be in just about every single Walmart across the country. That's amazing. With at least one or more of our products. So we started out with our our flagship budget saver assorted twin pops, which is the rainbow array twin pop that we make. Mm-hmm. Um, we now have, a, I believe, um, up to nine items in a lot of the Walmarts across the country. And starting in March of this year, we have two new budget saver items and then three other um, um, licensed items 
with a very well-known restaurant name um, associated with it that will be in Walmart also. So that will really give us 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 items in a Walmart super stamp, super, a Walmart store across the country. Which That's incredible. Are, thank you. We're humbled and, and honored to be able to serve them. I, so I got Walmart, it. we're in... Yeah, keep going. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, so beyond Walmart, we're in the Kroger stores, as you said. We're in $14,000 general stores across the country. We're in Dollar Tree stores. We're in Safeway. We're in Food Lion. We're in Meyer grocery stores. We're in um, um, independently owned grocery stores. We're in Winco grocery stores, which um, is a, a growing chain in the West. We're in a lot of West Coast stores. We're in HEB stores in in um, Texas, we're in Save a Lot stores that are throughout West Virginia. Uh, we're in a lot of we're, we're in just about when I say just about any any retail store in, in any community in America. Um, I think you could you could find our our products. Well, wow, that's fantastic. I got to ask you the loaded question: What's your favorite flavor? <laughs> um. um Oh, I don't have a favorite. I love them all, to be perfectly honest. Um, I love our banana. We have a bag of all banana products, and that sells really well. I love our lime. I love our our new products. And I'll just, a real quick hint, two of our new products that will be in some Walmart stores, I don't know if they'll be in West Virginia stores yet, are sours. Some oh, wow. really sour items. So that's a real popular thing. Very cool. Um, well, I'll tell you mine is uh, cherry, the Cherry Mango Monster Pop. Oh, I, I love I'm those. Glad. That was, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one of mine, too. The Cherry Mango are great. Every year we make them, we perfect them, and we perfect them. We just get better at it, and we can feel that because our sales continue to grow. That's awesome. Lisa, as a small business owner, um, you're actually a large business owner, I would say, uh, in, in the state of West Virginia, you're doing great things it, around the country. You're doing great things, but what is your, what's that worst entrepreneurial moment you've had? Just take us to that place. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, it's nice to hear, hear, hear those, those worst moments that can maybe lift us up and inspire how you got through that worst moment. Um, I would have to say my worst moment, and I would love to say it only happened once, but that's probably not true. My worst moment is when I, when I look at, the people in our company, our tribe, um, and I see that we've done something to disappoint them. My worst moment is when I, when we hear from a consumer who contacts us and says, you know, I, I, I didn't get all the flavors I wanted. This didn't taste right. I'm missing a stick. I'm not happy with your product. Um, those are difficult. Those are really difficult moments. If um, if there's negative publicity about our company, I mean, social media allows anybody to voice their opinion anytime, anywhere. Um, and sometimes you just have to sit back and you have to be able to dig deep and, and come out of that um, with something positive. Uh, we, we, we work really um, diligently to make sure that we make the best products that we can. Um, but I would have to say that those low moments, are only low if you allow them to, to, to keep you there. So I, I like to surround myself with positive people. I don't do this alone by any means. And when I get, when I get um, discouraged, I find somebody who can help me get out of that, help pick me up, tell, us that we're, tell me that we're doing great things, kind of slap me across the face a little, wipe me off, and send me back in the ring to keep, keep fighting the good fight. 
That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Lisa. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a huge takeaway right there for the, for our listeners is, you know, just that persistence and surrounding yourself with, uh, with excellent people. Obviously that's mm-hmm. a, that's a great tactic and great strategy, great way of doing business. Uh, Lisa, what would you say is the, is the best thing about being in business in our state of West Virginia? Um, well, first of all, I, I was, I was born and raised in Wheeling. Um, I left, I went to college in Ohio. Um, I lived in the state of New York for a while and ended up coming back to West Virginia. And I would have to say that there's so many wonderful things about being in West Virginia. Um, a little quick story. A couple of years ago, I was at a um, political coffee house kind of a round table discussion. And somebody asked me the question, um, tell, tell us really, you know, with, with a kind of a negative tone to it, tell us what it's really like to work with the city of Wheeling, to work with the state of West Virginia. And I, I got a, I remember I got a smile on my face and I said, um, I, I haven't experienced anything negative. The state of West Virginia has um, helped us from an economic development perspective tremendously. Um, they haven't handed us anything by any means, but they've been a supporter and they've, we've done um, economic development through the state of West Virginia that's allowed us to continue to grow. The city is wonderful to work with. The people in West Virginia care so much and, and love being in West Virginia. Sure, we have, there's a lot of issues in West Virginia. There's no doubt about it. Um, where the, the list that we are at the top of, we want to be at the bottom of. And the list that we are at the bottom of, we want to be at the top of. Um, but unfortunately, that's not the case. But it's not going to change unless each one of us owns our responsibility, our opportunity to create change one person, one day, one event at a time. And so we work, we, 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 we talk very positively about West Virginia. We speak highly of the state. We work we were very community oriented in Wheeling. Um, we, uh, we have a, a, a cart, like a little ice cream cart that we take to um, events all across the Ohio Valley. Um, we give our product away happily to organizations. We invest in our community. We are leaders. We try to be leaders in our community for doing the right thing. And I think if everybody owns a little bit of that, I think we can see some, some, um, some other great things come out of West Virginia. We love to work with folks from WVU and from West Liberty University and from Bethany because that's, and, and the community colleges as well, because that's where the, you know, that's where, where incubator and creativity, you know, creative ideas flourish. So I, great things about West Virginia. That is great. Thank you. Thank you for that detailed response to it. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on everything. Lisa, I want to take a, a a second here to mention our incredible sponsors, the State Journal, WVNews.com, United Bank, Milan, and Interaction Media. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. All right, Lisa, let's get back to the interview. <laughs> I really appreciate your, your passion. My goodness, you, this, is, this is so cool. What's, what's one thing that you would like to uh, people to know about what you do. Your, you know, that thirty-second uh, elevator sp- speech about what you do, Lisa. Um, is we really focus on our our culture and our vivid vision, 
and our vision really are the vivid vision that we that we all um, hold so close to us is um, we see a future built by us as a tribe growing together um, constantly revolutionizing our company and bringing smiles to every home in America so life is never stagnant I mean business is not stagnant it comes and it goes and so our our goal, our vision is to continually revolutionize ourselves, both our, our facilities. We have facilities in, in Colorado and uh, California as well that manufacture just like our facility in, in West Virginia, um, to revolutionize our, our facilities, to revolutionize our processes, to revolutionize uh, the, the training and the development and to elevate the people we have inside our company so that we can serve our consumers as best as possible. Awesome. It was, it was interesting. I had uh, about a year, year or so ago, I was privileged to take a tour of your plant and I was blown away there in Wheeling. Uh, and one of the things that I learned, and I, I may have got, I probably got the numbers wrong, but I want you to maybe t- comment on this, is that there's multiple tractor trailer loads of ice pops going out of your facility as your plant in Wheeling heading all across the country every single day. And then to learn that you had three plants you know, one in Wheeling, West Virginia, one in Colorado, one in California. It blew me away. I was like, wait, how did I not know about this? So can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, sure. We've we've always, um, actually up until 2008, we were kind of quiet in Wheeling. We were in a very old facility, um, parts of it, the original facility from the 20s. Um, But we we were, we were just kind of, under the radar, and then in 2008, we built a, we added a 70,000 square foot addition to our facility, and it literally came up out of the ground, and that's where we store some of our product. And as it came up out of the ground, everyone said, "Oh, you know, I've heard about this company. Oh, yeah, I remember my father used to work there." And we we get all kinds of stories. Um, so we have grown significantly over the past 10 years. Um, just about every year, we've made some kind of capital significant capital um, improvement to our facility or purchased another facility. But what, what we do is, um, so what you saw was, was our facility in West Virginia that now makes about 70% of our products, 65 to 70% of our products. Um, and, and what we do is across all three facilities in a 24 hour period with all machines running, we make about 2 million to two and a half million twin pops in 24 hours. That's incredible. It is. It's a. It's a huge number. So volume is the key. Volume is the key to driving down costs and doing it right. Obviously, the the uh, producing the volume, which once again is our competitive advantage, because it makes it very difficult uh, for entry into the marketplace at the price that we're able to sell our products. Last year. Um, our sales, which I'm so very proud of our creative sales force, um, which is only about four or five people. Um, our sales team was able to what I call place 40 million, over 40 million bags of product into people's freezers across the country. That's, that's astounding. So we make a, we make a, yeah, we make a lot of product and, and we're 
we're proud to sell it. Well done. Way to go. Thank you. Thank well, you. Well, you, you, you and your tribe clearly have something really special going on there in Wheeling and across the country. What's one piece of advice you would give, Lisa, to young business owners, uh, startups, or even some young entrepreneurs that are thinking about going into business in West Virginia? What's one piece of advice you would give them? I would say that the phrase, um, people your greatest asset, is absolutely, absolutely true. So it's not, you can have the greatest strategy, you can have the best location, you can have financials that, that and financial metrics that are great. But in my opinion, teamwork is the ultimate competitive advantage because you, you, um, you combine so many different styles of thinking. Uh, if you're capable of having discourse in your team, uh, then you come up with the most creative solutions. Um, and teamwork is tough. Processes are easy to put, not easy, but are, are less difficult to put into place. Uh, working with spreadsheets is less difficult. When you're dealing with people and really, really dialing into the leadership and the inspiration and the and the the ability to influence people's decisions in a positive way, that's that's kind of messy, and it's not easy, and it's it's not where people like to reside. You have to be able to be vulnerable enough to hear somebody tell you that your idea doesn't make any sense. You have to be open to listen to other people that other people are um, have different ideas or may have a you know see things differently than you do. So my greatest advice would be to surround yourself with people that that are different and think differently than you do, so that you can come up with the most um, the best solution for whatever the the issues are that you face. Wonderful, wonderful advice. Thank you, Lisa. What's one thing you do every day? that you think contributes to your success? Can I give you two things? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I try to exercise every day. Awesome. Um, Personally, just um, because I I feel like I need that. I try to exercise every single day. And number two, um, I I talk to people. I look them in the eye. I smile and I I touch. Hmm. Awesome. That's, that's fantastic. Great stuff. So that's probably not what you expected me to say. No, no. That's... I don't check our financials every day. I don't, I don't, I, I like, I love when I'm in one of our facilities, when I'm in my office in Wheeling or the other places, I love spending my time um, in our production room. I love it. With the people who are, are working hard. I, I, I love to sit down with somebody and say, what are you working on? Yeah. How's it going? That's awesome. You need anything? I love um, it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Great stuff. Thank you. What's one resource that you use in your business that you just can't live without? I can't live without, or I think I can't live without. <laughs> <laughs> I can't live without the with our without our tribe. I think I can't live without my computer or my cell phone. Yep. Two different things. That, exactly. Yep. That's that's good. What's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs and business people in our state? Do I have to have just one? No, you can list two. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you it. three, three, three books. All right, good. The first is um, the Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lancioni. Excellent book. The second is a book by Ruby Payne, and it's called the. I believe the title is the Framework of Poverty. 
and it's about understanding um, different people from different socioeconomic backgrounds and how people think differently. And it, 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 it was, it's very eye-opening for me. Um, and then my third book is a fairly new book in the market. It's called Spark, and it's by two very dear friends of mine, Courtney Lynch and Angie Morgan. And they have a boutique leadership development company called Leadstar. And Spark um, also has an online platform, and it's, it's tools and ways to um, find the sparks inside your company to elevate leaders. And it's all about leadership. Awesome. Those are great. Uh, we'll have links for those uh, books in our show notes sections for our, our uh, listeners out there. Uh, Lisa, if you could meet anyone in West Virginia, who would it be and why? Anyone? In, oh, dear, 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 dear. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. And we've been honored to have Gordon Gee at our facility, which was wonderful. We've had most of the politicians. Yes, we've had most of the politicians. Um, actually, on Thursday, I'm scheduled to, I have to be in Washington, D.C., and I'm scheduled to meet with Senator Manchin, which is exciting, or at least with his staff and hopefully him. Um, I would want to meet, I would want to meet um, a family who purchases our products and understand why, what they love about us. That's what I would want to do. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Listening to your customers is extremely important, isn't it? Mm -hmm, It sure is. They kind of drive it. Well, Lisa, this has been awesome. Uh, I really appreciate you sharing uh, your story with us and and giving us some some really great takeaways. I mean, lots of great takeaways for people who are interested in doing business in West Virginia, how to do it better. Uh, You're a perfect example from the things you're doing out there and uh, building a diverse tribe of people that, uh, you know, that are doing some amazing things for your company and and really making a difference across not only West Virginia, but across the country, bringing smiles to people. That's, we need more of that. So I encourage you to keep going (laughs) strong. You're awesome. You guys are doing it. You're killing it. Um, (laughs) Lisa, in closing, how can our listeners learn more about you and contact you? Um, well, we, we have all kinds of presence on on um, social media. We have a uh, website, which is budgetsaver.com. Uh, we have a Facebook presence with our company. We have an Instagram presence with our company. We have a YouTube presence that shows a lot of our, our kind of quick videos. Um, you can search Ziggenfelder for our YouTube page. Uh, we we did a um, a cute little marketing thing last year uh, about moms um, and and how our products can help moms you know to kind of give you like the uh, breather and there there's four or five cute little video videos as well as we do um, Facebook Live with our team every other week um, we put those out on our Facebook page and on on our website LinkedIn you can find us on LinkedIn um, and there's a lot more. Um, information that will be coming throughout the summer on our new products and our current products. And so we make ourselves very, and we have an 800 number. Well, in West Virginia, just find our phone number and give us a call and I'll be glad to speak with you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lisa, again, for, for being part of our show. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, wvnews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan, as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, 
Our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach you all by sharing awesome success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. Of course, we encourage you to share these stories too on your social media channels. Until next time, I'm Jim Matuga.